My name is Nathan Kolopek. I am Matthew Morkin. And this is the Veritas Equipping Podcast. Our goal is, especially during this time, to equip you to live out your faith and love Jesus well. Well, hey, Veritas, we are here, Matthew and Nathan. What's up? What's up? Uh, talking about our core values. Over the last few podcasts, we've discussed the concept of core value. We've dove into community as a core value, and we the last time we just discussed care. So we've got two left, application, multiplication. So that is the picture of the core values here. And Connection so today, group core values. Connection group core values, folks. So Nathan, in three seconds, give us an overview of a core value. Yeah, core values are our, our North Star. They're the way that we set the goal and the win of Connection Group. The win is living out our core values together. That was the longest three seconds of my life, but, but I forgive you. Community is important. Why? Community is a reflection of the fact that Christian life is community life. God built, like adopted us into a family. We, we live that family out in connection group. Also not three seconds, but, but that's okay. I'm bad at the short ones, yep. <laughs> he had no idea I was just going to bomb him like yep. this. Okay, so we'll give you a little bit of grace. Just a little. Talk care. Talk care. I'll give you six seconds. Okay, hold on a sec. Let me think before uh, I, you start the clock here. Um, care is living out the one another's and, and letting Jesus' love flow through us to each other. That was great. How was that? Was that good? That was okay. great. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. So, but all these things build together. Yep. And they're benchmarks for us as a church that's trying to raise up mature disciples, send out everyday missionaries, and glorify God. All right? Yep. So that that is our mission statement. And so today we jump into application. Yeah. And it seems like we were just chatting very briefly before this about how these these overlap yep. so so well. And so application seems like it's I don't know, pretty might be pretty, pretty easy to pick out when you're talking about care and community. But tell me what is kind of the vision, the thought behind the concept of application, you know, in a core value. Yeah. So we we put application explicitly as a core value because Guys, let, let me just be frank. In my own life, I can I can talk about a lot of good things. I can talk a lot of information and forget that I'm not actually applying the truth. Like this is this is a crazy thing, but I could spend all day talking to people about why they should read their Bibles and pulling out Bible verses for that and then get to the end of the day and realize I haven't actually read my Bible. I just know a lot of right answers about that. And let's face it, we who are religious love to talk, sometimes struggle with the walk part. Yep, yep. And that they nail us on it, us on that, and it's kind of true. It's true, man. I mean, I just echo that. It's easy just to talk, talk, talk. Gospel, grace, love, yep. prayer, Bible reading, and, and struggle. I'm with you. Yeah, and we want to love God with all of our minds. We want to know truth, but that truth is meant to move from the head to the heart to the hands, right? It's meant to, to, meant to turn into life transformation. Mm. Um, a few theologians have, have even talked about the way that God designed the word. Um, 2 Timothy 3.16, um, Paul writes to Timothy, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Like God designed his word to have an effect on us, in us, through us. But sometimes, guys, like th- this is where I'm at. I assume some people listening here are too. We can 
satellite information and mistransformation, mm-hmm. right? We can settle on knowing good Bible stories and good Bible answers and then get confused why we don't live more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. So you're in a connection group and you're with, I don't know, 10, 16 people maybe, and you're hearing information on Sunday. So you're we're currently walking through the book of 1 Corinthians. You're hearing information and then you're, you're going to your group Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. How, how do we get to application? What What's going on there? Yeah. Application is kind of a two-way street. I mean, similar to the other core values, like care is a team sport, right? Application is both individual because you need to apply the word to yourself. But as people start to open up and apply the word to themselves, the whole group actually gets the chance to go deeper. Um, when I was... In a college ministry, in Salt Company, we would have these crazy nights of group where one guy would start confessing and getting real and getting authentic about where the word needs to land in his life. And all of a sudden, it was like, boom, 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 boom. Everyone was opening up, right? That, that's a little bit of a different dynamic in, in connection groups on kind of the adult side because, guys, all of us are guarded. All of us are used to performing or having certain boundaries like you have, you have certain things you talk about with your work friends you have certain things you talk about with your college friends you have certain things you talk about with your you know your kids parent like kids friends parents whatever um together we need to learn how to let the word actually correct us and train us and equip us and as we do that personally as we let the spirit do that work through the word we also can raise the temperature of application for our whole connection group Right. And this is why I think community is so important and any community and care and application because it's not so much on how you just respond to everything. It's not so much how you respond to the politics. It's not so much how you respond to the referees on the field. It's not so much how you um, respond to, I don't know, the chaos that's going on in our world, but it's the heart level. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you might yell at somebody at some point. You might freak out at the kid's referee, okay? Yep. But the problem is there's a whole lot that went into that was going on in your heart yep. before you actually opened up and it made it public that you were really upset about the call. But in in connection group, it's not just about yelling at the referee. It's about like, hey, where's your heart at in yep. that? Like yep. you have this opportunity to care and you somebody can apply some of the teaching that they've learned to addressing your heart or you can apply the teaching that you've learned to repenting, confessing it. Like, man, I've been angry at this guy for weeks yeah. and it finally just bubbled over. And so you can really like get to the heart of the matter. It's not just about like, how was your day? It was like, how was your attitude? No matter how was your heart, no matter how your day went yeah. and how are you applying the scriptures to it? Not just having mental head knowledge of grace and mercy and love and yeah yay Jesus but like how did you apply Jesus and love and grace and mercy in you, your day you're hitting a really important part we're 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 saying okay we got to go deeper than just information right information is good but not alone but the next stage we can swing to is behavior modification where it's like okay I'm supposed to apply I guess I've just got to try harder this week what are the seven steps I need to take and and that there's good discipline. We want to take action steps, but we need to get to that heart level. Exactly what you're saying. There are motivations. There's false beliefs. There are patterns I've been living in for a long time where just correcting one behavior might not actually solve that. Now, sometimes genuinely the step is, I don't know, one step of obedience today. Maybe the real step is start reading your Bible. That would be helpful, right? Right. Um, or go apologize to that person. 
But I think for all of us, the one of the steps of application we can take week after week is confessing the place we fall short. Like in connection group going like, man, guys, yeah, when, when he said that thing, I, I was convicted because that's that's not how I've been living. Or man, I really feel like that's a scenario in my life. I just need to confess that to you guys. And then when someone confesses, we don't respond with like, it's okay. Or, yeah. or with here are the action steps to try harder. We respond when someone confesses with the, a reminder of the gospel, right? I was talking to someone about this, um, I think yesterday, over and over again in the Bible, it's identity and then obedience, identity and then obedience. God rescues Israel out of Egypt and gives them an identity as his people. Okay, then from there, here's the law. Here's how you walk with the holy God. Jesus saves us, makes us his identity. And then he says, okay, now walk with me. Here's obedience. Here's how you step up. In in confession, when someone confesses how they're falling short as part of application, respond first with identity. Okay, this is who Jesus is and what he did to make you his, right? Romans 8, 1, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Okay, now from there, from that place of safety in Jesus' love, how do I obey? How do I actually take steps to walk and, and live like Jesus wants me to live? Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and so you have this group that walks alongside with you for the application of the word, both in your life, in your actions. Not just, you know, I mean, this could be a part of it where you're talking about self-control, where you're just like, I I can't do that. But like, does your heart want to do that? A safe space where you're with other people who are broken and struggle with the same things you struggle with, but have also been saved by Jesus Christ, we hope and pray, and where you can confess, I want to do that. Like, I, maybe I didn't do that this week, but I, I wanted to, you know. And, and if you're listening to this and you're, you're going, man, I'm not a Christian, but I, I'm checking out this church thing. I'm interested in this. The first step of application for you is to surrender to Jesus and trust him. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and trust, believe in your heart. God raised him from the dead. God, God paid for your sin through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross and raised Jesus to life to show that it's finished. Um, that's Romans 10, 9, and 10. That, like, that's the first step of application for all of us. It's find identity and salvation in Jesus' finished work, and then from there obey. So if you've grown up around church and, and the main point of application was try to earn God's love or, or earn a place in heaven. Or cooperate. Yeah. The, the first step you need to take is trust Jesus for your identity, surrender to him as Lord, and then from there, see how he wants you to obey. All right, so a couple of questions I started asking last podcast. Last, last episode. The, last episode, so I'll ask again here. Um, and we've kind of touched on this a little bit. So we're talking application. We've got four core values. We've got community, care, application, multiplication. So again, I think we've kind of covered the care a little bit in the community as I am reflecting here real quick. But yeah, how does it fit? Let, let, let's yep. just address that. Like how does this application fit to community, care, and multiplication? Yep. Yeah, it can feel like application's intention with community sometimes. It's like, man, we love hanging out. We love talking. We love having socials. Oh, now we got to go have the Bible discussion, whatever. But you're going to have a deeper, richer friendship with someone if you've walked through stuff together. My best friends are the people that have called me out on my sin, people that we've talked through struggles in life together. So community actually does work well with application if you're pointing yourselves towards Jesus. And it works to help help reorient that community, that friendship. So community, if we say, man, not just a Bible study or, or more like a barbecue than a Bible study sometimes, we're also saying on the application side, not just information, but transformation, mm-hmm. right? These work together actually. 
And you can find places to encourage each other in application when you're hanging out outside of connection group, right? Mm-hmm. Even if if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I I don't know if I can go confess in group. That's okay. Invite someone else from group over for dinner or go out for coffee and start building the friendships and start talking about how you can apply too. Like those work together. Mm-hmm. I think the way that we really care for people is we apply the work in their life, right? We're, we're not just creating extra rules or we're not just creating social clubs where we're really nice to each other. We're applying the word in a way that that teaches us to care for each other, that teaches us how to encourage or how to challenge. Mm-hmm. And then with multiplication, and Jesus actually set us on this incredible mission to multiply. Mm-hmm. Jesus actually is the one that started this church planting movement, right? Mm-hmm. The, the guys that he talked to on the mount after his resurrection, the end of Matthew, said, um, go make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all I've commanded you. And they went off and they planted churches. They went off and they shared the gospel with their neighbors. They went off and they they made more disciples or, or they participated in God making people his own. And so applying the word is going to lead us to multiply because Jesus doesn't offer us comfort. He doesn't offer, offer us our boundaries or our dreams. He offers us something way better. And that's to be on this incredible redemptive mission of God. And so for, for some of you even listening now, application might one day lead to you moving overseas to share the gospel with people. Mm-hmm. It might lead to you being part of a church plant. That's awesome. That would be incredible multiplication based on what God's doing through his word. Mm-hmm. And when we read the word for, for what it really says, God's going to start challenging us mm-hmm. in some cool ways mm-hmm. to, to be part of, again, multiplication of what he's doing. I love the direction we've gone here, kind of a little bit more deeper, like, Really, as Christian brothers and sisters in Christ, we have an opportunity to get so much deeper than how was your day, how was the project at work, how how is your parenting going? You know, you know, we can talk about fatherhood at the deepest level. We can talk about motherhood at the deepest level. We can talk about that deep, intimate relationship with God at a different level than anything else can be. Now, and so we've we've done talked a little bit about the deeper level of it too, but this also plays itself out in in picking up trees. It also plays itself out in, you know, helping with bills, right? I'm in a community and the application is, of course I will help you. Yeah. Like of course you guys are in a pickle. And I I will just we my wife and I will will pour into your life whether it be just walking alongside you through a difficult time or we will pour into your life financially because yeah we're on the same page. Like we're, we're for Jesus and we want you to thrive. And so the application might be very practical in that too. But I feel like oftentimes we always go to the practical because it's easy to see dollars. Like there's $5 or I, you had seven trees down and now they're gone, you know? And so that, but, but, but it is a part of the practical application of, of the word and community and all these things too. So then lastly question our mission statement is to raise up disciples, send out everyday missionaries, glorify God. Talk and application. How does application fit into that? Yeah. The word, like scripture, is the context for us to become mature disciples. The word sets what it means to be a mature disciple. And maturity is is action. Maturity looks like something in life, right? Maturity, maturity is expressed in the way that you live, think, your moral discernment, all of those things. Um, sometimes we can fall in a ditch of talking application in terms of what those people out there should do. Yeah. Well, man, more so Christians true. should give. And it's like, yeah, but we haven't actually talked about whether we give or not, right? Yeah. Oh, more Christians should serve. Yeah, but we haven't actually tried to serve together. Real application is going to help 
even expose the areas where we're immature. Man, I know more people should give. Huh, I've never actually looked at my finances to go, yeah, am I giving to the local church? Right? Like Jesus loves the local church. He set up the local church. People are giving the local church in the New Testament. Have I actually applied that personally? Right? So, so again, not just saying, oh, yes, those people need to start applying the word. But, okay, as a mature disciple, am I going to do that? Then as an everyday missionary, man, the, the pattern, the pace of the New Testament life is proclaiming the word. Is, is sharing, saying what God has done for us and trusting God with the results of that. that that's exactly what Paul's talking about in 1 Corinthians 3, right? He says, okay, so push back on this, yeah, okay? Because yep. we hear this, and I think it's a very fair question. Not everyone's a talker. Yep. You and I have been given the gift of gab, <laughs> right? Yep. But not everyone's a talker. Yep. And so that application, like what do we say to the person who's saying, hey, I'm an introvert, I don't like to be out, I just, I just don't want to talk to people at that level. What do I say to them? Yep. I, I would ask some heart-level questions because one thing is it would sound like, man, that's really uncomfortable. I'm probably not going to be that good at it. God must not have that for me, right? Like that. if I were to make some assumptions about the heart behind that, it would be like, that's, that's challenging. I'm probably not going to do well. I'm not really going to have more joy from it. What's the point of me doing it, right? And as we apply the word together, we go, Man, it's actually not about me. This news is so good. This news is so good. As I share it, I actually get to hear how good it is too. As I talk about it, I'm reminded of how amazing it is. So even, man, you you introverts out there, you folks that are like, I don't know if I can go and gab like these two yahoos on the podcast. That's okay. When it comes to application, there, there's even a big part of it where the results aren't really up to us anyway. That's that First Corinthians 3 thing. Paul says, um, I planted Apollos water, but God gave the growth. Your application might just be telling someone, yeah, I'm a Christian, as a first step towards sharing this good news that's transformed your life. That would be amazing application if you've never told someone that before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and application, again, the results are not necessarily in your hands. God isn't saying... Man, real application looks like having a you know a batting average of this much for sharing the gospel. You better have this many people come to Christ. That's not what application is. Application is your faithfulness in response to God's grace. So if God has been gracious to you and loves you, and he designed you to be an introvert, he still wants you to share the good news. And I always describe it as kind of like exuding like the excitement about God. Like if you if you just have a child, you know, I remember um, going to a hospital to visit somebody and the elevator door opened and this guy looks at me and he's like, I'm a dad. And it's like, I, I was going for <laughs> hey, a very God? different yeah. reason. Yeah, and so yeah. my mind was kind of in a different place, but he he made me aware. And yep, so yep. in some regard, again, it doesn't quite play off like this, yep. but like coming down the elevator and be like, God loves me. Yep. You know, it's not <laughs> like I need to convert you into you know, something else, but yeah. I, I can just say like, I, I just can't believe it. Yeah. There's a God. I've been reconciled to him by Jesus Christ and just, just exude it rather yeah. than, oh, I, it's three o'clock. I have to go tell now. I have to right. go tell somebody. And that's just totally. kind of a, how I think about it. Yeah. Because application isn't first, what steps do I do, but what has God done for me? Mm-hmm. And then how does that drive me towards what he's inviting me to do? Mm-hmm. God loves you so much. The things he's inviting you to are actually for your good, actually for your joy. So when he invites you to be a mature disciple, when he invites you to be an everyday missionary, it's because he loves you and has actually has a good plan for you. Mm-hmm. So I kind of interrupted you there 
you know, we're talking about our mission Classic statement. Classic Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talking about our mission statement, yep. you know, to make disciples, send out everyday missionaries, glorify God. Briefly, like, how does application fit into the glorify God section? Yeah. God is glorified when we take him up at his word. Trust is what belief is in the New Testament. It's acting on these things that we know are true. God is glorified when you take simple steps of obedience based on what he said. You don't have to go do some extravagant thing in order to glorify God. You don't have to start some ministry to, to you know, convert the entire Middle East, whatever. Take one simple step of obedience because God is worth it, and he's glorified in that. All right. There we go. Our core values. We've got community. We've got care. We've got application. We've got multiplication. Focusing in today on the application part. Thank you so much. Stay tuned for multiplication. We love you. <laughs>